It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, Here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, been waiting on this moment, Noah, for a long, long time. Man, we got the one and only Sweet Lou. Hey, now. (laughs) Uh, Been waiting on this uh, to uh, get him in studio live, and um, tonight we finally made that happen. Uh, I call this man my friend. He is my friend. And, uh, he's doing a lot of great things. And, uh, Noah, he has turned us on to some tremendous, uh, uh, jazz folks. I've been listening to it for, uh, most of the day off and on. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I tell you what, Noah, before I even go any further, can, can you just introduce us to, this great guy, I'm talking about Foy's with a little music or something. This guy plays so blue, makes a swing go boogaloo. How does he squeeze into the horn so much so? We're from nine years old, tell it who's that from his soul. Ever since then, Sweet Papa Lou has been playing blue. Wow. You know, I tell you, Facebook family out there, I know you're listening in. Uh, we're having a little technical difficulties right there, but... Uh, I can assure you that uh, we're going to get it right. Uh, we're going to work it out. But, uh, Noah, just tell me, man, how you been doing today? It's been a kind of a whirlwind of a day. You know, most of my uh, programs are very news-centric, and so there's lots of stuff going back and forth. But I have to tell you, I was very excited because I knew at the end of the day we have a music that's about not only a great man, but we're going to be talking and listening to some great jazz. And so we're here, and I'm excited about it. Well, Noah, you, you, know, you know we've been talking about this great man for a long time. You, you always have so much great things to say about him. Man, he's a great guy, man. And uh, you know what? I tell you, three and a half months, I love this guy, man. I mean, not just that, but I mean, I'm talking about his heart. Well, that's what it's all about. You and I always talk about that. Character, bro. Character. You know, this guy has so much great character that, um, you know, when you uh, you run across somebody with great character, man, you just want to keep them around forever. And be around them all the time. <laughs> be around them all the time. They might not want to be around us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, I tell you, man, uh, uh, today... It's a, a couple of things, man. Uh, you remember I was telling you, so I uh, listen to I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, you know, hanging out in the at ATL, ATL, and I still got my main man, D-Man. How you doing, D-Man? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Uh, D-Man. D, uh, he's a great, I mean, he set up everything. And, uh, of course, we got Sweet Lou. Yes, sir. In Sweet the house. Lou. But, uh, but, uh, but I went to John uh, Kuna Hero Place today. Uh, just to test them out to see uh, if all of those things that he said was possible. Man, I was there for three hours. 
Hey, Noah, I went through this, uh, what you call that? Uh, Reke? Reke, uh, the meditation, uh, where. Oh, how was that, JC? Oh, my God. I mean, that was just one, or one of four. So I went through the Reke. Man, they take you back, put you relaxed, and they go over and you can, the energy from your body goes into the hands. Man, I'm telling you, I'm, now you look it up, Noah. I mean, so that was part one. Part two, uh, was, uh, Lou come in and do the, the chiropractor stuff and, you know, be popping bones and, 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 oh, you know, man. chiropractors, man, I love that stuff. Um, but, but I'm talking about, but this is, I mean, him doing popping bone. Then part three, uh, he go and he did acupuncture. Man, I had needles all in my head, back, uh, butt, uh, Nick, uh, man, I mean, and, and you know, I, 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 I tell you, and I, I was thinking that it was done. <laughs> but we wasn't done. Uh, then we went to part four, uh, 90 minute deep, deep tissue massage. Man, I left there, man. Uh, man, I was moonwalking backwards. I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. uh, I tell you, John, the order healing, John Kunihiro, <laughs> I mean, it was absolutely fantastic. So that's how my day went. But you know, I, I gotta let our listening audience know about it. I got this great co-host that's back in, uh, uh, she's back in Dallas. How you doing, Michelle? Hey, I'm doing great. Doing great. We have Sweet Lou on the show today. Yeah, Sweet Lou. You know, you know so what's much. interesting? You know what's interesting? Uh, when I went to my PT session today, one of the girls, and I didn't realize she remembered, she's like, oh, you guys doing the jazz show this week? I was like, oh, you oh. remembered. <laughs> and, she, I, and I gave her the, the site again, and I mentioned Sweet Lou. She's going to listen. But it, it's amazing. I just mentioned to her about the show once, and she remembered. So um, she's listening tonight, hopefully. Well, she is. Michelle, can you uh, tell our listening audience the purpose of tonight's show, and can you also introduce them to this great, great man? Yes, the purpose of the show tonight is getting to know jazz artist Sweet Lou. Learn about Sweet Lou's creative process in his music career, how he incorporates mentorship, leadership, and spirituality in his life, and learn about the upcoming projects and collaborations he has scheduled. Can you uh, just tell, uh, uh, introduce this great guy to our listeners? Yes, Atlanta-based, internationally acclaimed jazz vocalist and recording artist Sweet Lou's latest project is called Meet Me at the Crossroads. The Grammy-contending release debuted at number four on the Billboard Jazz album charts, just behind Gregory Porter and Nora Jones. During its next three weeks, it rose to number one on the Billboard traditional jazz album charts. While Sweet Lou Olatosin's music consistently displays a unique and energetic creativity, it is his live performance that is the crown jewel of excitement and engaging modern jazz. His recent performances include J.F. Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., Washington, D.C. Jazz Festival, Wolf Creek Jazz Festival in Atlanta, Georgia. As a youngster, Lou's goal was to be an uninhibited singer using a mix of jazz, blues, and gospel to create music with the message of soulful spiritual healing. This goal remains as Lou challenged everything from Al Jarreau, Joe Williams, Lou Rawls, Eddie Jefferson, and John Lee Hooker in his performances, creating his own unique vocal style. 
the musical odyssey did not take the expected route. However, instead, his track detour with a 35-year stint in the U.S. Armed Services. Lou's years in the military taught him to to be the very important lessons of discipline, order, method, and ultimately belief in himself. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Sweet Lou Alatosin. Wow. You know, uh, I I believe that, you know, Sweet Lou, it really doesn't need a... uh, 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 intro because he is the man. How you doing? Man, I'm doing so great. Thank you for having me. Come Thank on, you man. so much. Come on, Lou. Yes, sir. I told you I was coming back you to did. Atlanta. You did. And I, I, and I, I believed you. And I said, Lou, uh, can you can you hook me up? Can you get me three of the greats? I mean, which means two others other than yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Noah, Noah, you already know we've been talking about this one for the longest, my friend. Yeah, you you know, and not only is he amazing and absolutely great, but the artists that he has recommended to us, that we've had on the show, that we've been able to listen to, oh my goodness, Mirna last night, I mean, I've been just raving about her, you know, she's even coming on my own show now, I'm so enthralled. And Noah, I tell people how hard you are, man, and I said, in a good sense, I said, Noah, and when Noah tells me something, and if you can impress Noah, I'm talking not in a, I mean, because, man, you know you're serious about everything you do, just like me. <laughs> if you can impress Noah, and I would tell him, Myrna, because uh, uh, that's a great man, and he's honest, and he's truthful. And you know what I'm talking about, Noah. Oh, 100%. When it comes to music, too, I am so particular about what I think is good music. Uh, and Myrna, Sweet Lou, and some of the others that uh, that, that have been, you know, thrown our way just outstanding outstanding and not just that man i'm talking about they're good we people had, we, we had ronda uh, thomas and we had uh anna what's anna sullivan Alan, and, and we got so many more and tomorrow we got big band big band jennings, Joe jennings. Uh, oh man so uh, i tell you what man before we get started i'm i mean i know we're getting ready to go to the break but um uh, before I go off into and, and getting giving our audience a chance, listen, audience, you probably need to be part of this conversation. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Never played without a smart, traveling the world, carrying the torch of the crew. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. 
We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com It's time to dream big, think big and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. Uh, I'm James Cooley and uh, wow, I tell you uh, just just so wonderful having uh, uh, Sweet Lou on tonight, and uh, it's an absolute pleasure. I mean, I, James, this is I, one of those shows I don't want to ever take a break. I don't want to take a break either, man, but just having him on, and, and he's such a wonderful guy, and uh, I tell you. Hey, Noah, I tell you what, we're going to change the order on this one right here. Uh, Noah, you got the first two questions. Michelle got two, and I'm going to follow up. I got something I got to check on, so... Sounds good. Well, Sweet Lou, it is a pleasure having you on the show. I know there's some people in our audience tonight that are joining us for the first time, so I think this has been asked of you before, but did you always want to be a musician when you were growing up? And if not, when did that kind of take hold? Uh, First of all, thanks for uh, the question, Noah, and thanks for asking it. And when I look at uh, back over things, you know, the childhood and everything. I think I kind of naturally saw myself as a performer on one level or another. And when I really think about it, I, 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 I'm harking to a picture that was in my grandmother's house, was in my dad's house and everyone else. And it was a, a lady that had no arms. And I'd ask who was that, what, who that was. And it was my great grandmother, my, my grandmother's mother. And I'd ask questions about it and, and eventually people start telling me about who she was. And she was actually kind of a, a celebrity of sorts. If you could think of a celebrity with no arms and mostly because she played the piano with her toes and she sang and she drew with her mouth and people would send for her all over the country to come and uh, perform for them at churches and whatnot. And my dad and his twin brother were like her helpers. They would collect the money, pick up the quarters or whatever it was. But she evidently made a pretty good living doing that. And uh, so when I think of it all, I had to have kind of pulled that in and just kind of made that a part of my dream because that's the the closest thing that I can say uh, that 
may have uh, motivated me in this direction. And, and that and then all of my family were singers. So it kind of came natural. Man, I'm, I'm just really impressed that she was able to do so well and just also inspire you like that. But was there something that made you think besides that, that you could be, you know what, myself, I could be a successful musician as well. Was there a catalyst other than, other than her? Other than her, um, I, now I sang all the time, um, as again, you know, my, my whole family sang, but it was the church and I started getting uh, lead parts, you know, from very, actually, when I was uh, six, seven years old, I was the one of those kids that got to sing with the adult choir because they heard your voice kind of thing and they would put me up to sing with the uh, adults. So I kind of, I guess, saw a little bit of the, of the spotlight, but I kind of, uh, backed away from it for a long time. And I kind of just sang to myself, I, I took it for granted. I really did. And, um, I was in a church where actually I went after I'd moved to Atlanta, I was in a church and uh, a brother in the church heard me sing and he pulled me to the side. He said, Hey brother, you have a really, really special gift. And if you don't use that gift, you may wake up one day and God takes it from you and gives it to somebody else. And when he said that, I really, really kind of took a look at what I had and I looked at everything differently because I I had taken it for granted for so long. It was time to get serious about it. And from that point on, I looked at music and performance and the spiritual side of things totally different. And it took me in in a whole different way. And from that point, everything began to just kind of materialize for me. It was kind of natural. I'll tell you, Lou, I I love your answer, and it's always usually the encouragement that we can get from a mentor, from family, from friends, from church, that can take our talents and just exponentially move it to the next level. Very true. Very true. And I think, you know, sometimes, sometimes because it's a talent, we take it for granted, and we don't cultivate it because we think, hey, well, you know, I got this and it's mine. But it's not really yours. It's something that the creator placed in your care and if you don't care for it maybe he'll take it away and i i I tell people that now you know use whatever the creator has placed in you develop it you know there's all kind of stories about you know people who don't do that and they get it taken away from it so you know my word is take care of the the talents that the creator's given you where you've definitely taken care of the talent sir because your music is outstanding it's definitely thank you so much definitely outstanding now Lou we know you're a jazz artist but you're also a lyricist aren't you can you tell us a little bit about that yeah you know I'm that's really a part of uh, my artistry that I don't really get to talk very much about but writing lyrics is something that really kind of came to me and and I think I suppose that was a talent that was hit and I didn't really know until I start investigating, digging, and cultivating. And now I really enjoy writing lyrics, especially to great music, whether it's my music or someone else's. And I find that in telling the stories that come from that, it really puts me in a different place, you know, because because if you listen to my music, you you can kind of see that there's some things in it that may you may not hear about in other places. And I think that's probably what's coming through. Wow. So, you know, Lou, do you have to be in a, sorry, a certain frame of mind or atmosphere to come up with the lyrics to your music? If so, can you kind of explain um, 
how your how your state has your state of mind has to be to come up with these lyrics? Yeah, well, for me, I found that I'm more creative, and and the energy energy seems to flow when I can. If I'm outside in the woods, if I'm near water, or you know, some kind of serene place somewhere where I don't have the distractions that uh, you know the everyday distractions, I re- I do much better then. But at the same time, I can get myself in a little isolated corner somewhere and zone people out people and events out for a while and actually get to what's going on. Wow. You know what, Lou? Uh, man, you are uh, just like Noah just sent me a text and Lou is the man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey, 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 oh, hey, hey, Noah, what what you just sent me? Lou's the man. <laughs> Lou, is the man. <laughs> Lou is the man. Lou is the man. Hey, Lou, I, I'm getting ready. To, uh, we're going to get back to the music thing in a minute, but uh, I know you. And uh, for a listening audience, not only uh, this man is a great guy, but he's also just retired as a full bird colonel in the army. And uh, awesome. And yeah, you he, told me this the other day, James, and I'll have to tell you. You know what? I was like, <laughs> what doesn't this guy do? Hey, right. man, he's like Superman, Noah. And uh, switching uh, career now, he's always have had a love for jazz and music, but. Um, uh, when you're fighting wars and you're protecting the country, it's a different uh, mind focus. So, Lou, my question is to you, how did you, I mean, because you've been on billboards, top ten, everything already. I'm talking about, uh, how did you make that switch when you knew that you was getting out, that, that uh, I'm going back into the music and to be so successful at it? Can you tell us just a little bit about that? Well, I think... A lot of it comes from preparation. You know, I'm when I realized where I was in my career and what was next, about three years out, I began putting things in place. And, you know, first, first of all, I wrote down my plan. And in writing it down, you actually trigger some types of uh, neurons or synapses, what whatever it is that it triggers inside of you. But it it actually puts a bookmark there just because you wrote it down. And then once I've written it down, I began kind of focusing on very uh, minute pieces of it, one at a time, and knocking them down. So when I actually retired from the Army, the, the big question was, well, what are you going to do? Well, I, I had already released my sophomore uh, album probably – six months before I left the military and it was actually doing pretty well on the charts as well. But the military didn't know that I even had this as a career. And, and, and that, that was by design. If I had let them know that I was doing this, <laughs> suddenly that would have become the focus of my career. And all the things that would have come my way, they would have been going somebody else's way because it would have been cl- the way the military works. And you know, this James, if you look like you are not 100% focused on mission accomplishment, then, then, and there's always someone who's trying to make sure that you don't look as good as you could because they want to look that good. <laughs> you know, there's a jealousy thing. People don't realize sometimes how competitive it is in leadership in the military, but it's extremely competitive. It's extremely. And you know, funny you mentioned that, uh, John, uh, Cooney Hero, I know you, uh, listening right now, and John, 
uh, called me up uh, the other day and because uh, I was planning on doing a show uh, a different way, not with you. And he said, James, uh, I know you done invited me on the show. You, you did this. He said, why don't we look at it like this? He said, this show, he said, there's no jealousy. There's no love laws. Uh, I need to step aside from this one because I want the focus to be on you. And I, and he said, I don't have any love laws. I want everybody to achieve. Everybody do not feel that way. No. And uh, you talked about a plan. And we're going to take a station break, but when we get back, I'm going to comment on, on a plan, and then we're going to jump back into uh, Sweet Lou. You get too bogged down, learn the lesson that I'm sharing with you right here. Drifting the way to... There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Don't you get too bogged down. Learn the lesson that I'm sharing with you right here. Drifting the way to Yes. I'm going to be honest with you, uh, and Michelle knows this as well, and, and Noah, you know this. He has really educated us in the jazz world, and he keeps sending us these fantastic. He said, J.C., I got somebody for you. You're going to like this person. Uh, educate me. I mean, I've been in the dark too long. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, we got uh, Sweet Lou 
You know, I, I just call him Sweet Lou because I mess up his last name. I always mess. How you pronounce that last name? Olutosis. Olutosis. I said Holotosis or Olutosis. <laughs> Not Holotosis, but I've heard Hold it all. Sweet Lou. No, no. Just, uh, yeah, that, so we just keep it as Sweet Lou. Hey, uh, so, uh, listen, audience, you want to be part of the conversation. That's one 344 1170 Again, that's one 1170 And, uh, Sweet Lou, you were talking about a plan. Yes. And... Uh, you was kind of laying it out, and um, when I do speeches, sometimes it all depends on where I'm doing it. I always talk about a plan. And listen, to the audience, let me tell you what this means. A lot of times we have all these ideas in our head, right? And so we have these ideas in our head, and we want to do this, and we want to do that, and we want to do all these things. So we go to bed at night. We wake up with an idea, and like, wow, that's great. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Then we lay down. Then we wake up two hours later. We don't forgot everything that we said was great. The last word you remember you were saying that was great. You <laughs> forgot about the, the the thought process that you was doing. And uh, I tell you, and, and, and Lou, where I'm going with this is this. I used to do this a lot, especially when I would start writing books and stuff like that and scripts or uh, speeches. And uh, I used to have these ideas, go to sleep, wake up. So then I figured it out. I start waking up like 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm laying in bed with my beautiful wife, and these ideas come. I get up, try to sneak over and go in the bathroom, and, uh, you know, your wife, they know everything that you're doing. I mean, you already know that. And I'm in the bathroom like 45 minutes, and she's like, James, are you, are you, what you doing in there? <laughs> so my, my, my point is, is, if it's just a thought, it's just a thought. If you don't write it down, it's still a thought. Uh, but even when you write it down, it's a thought. Uh, because if you don't uh, put, put it in action, yeah. You ain't got yourself done. Exactly. And once you put it in action, you got to have timelines when you want to complete these things. Yeah. And when timelines, you have to continue to, to plan and, and revise. So my point is to listen to the audience, just like what uh, Sweet Lou said. He had a plan when he was getting out the military. He had already wrote it down. You, anything that you want to do, if you want to be successful, if it's just uh, a mind thought, and it ain't written down. You can't go back. Cause once you write it down, you go back. You're going to remember what you, what you thought about. You know, mm-hmm. so that's where I was going with that, Sweet Lou is, um, you, it's, it's so very important though. It's so very important that you write down things. You have to make some kind of record of it because that sends signals to who you are and it's telling everything else. Okay. Oh, we're going to do this. Okay. Let's do it. And it's also, Lou, yeah, just like I would mention, and D-Man, you know this as well. Uh, once you write it down, you look at it, uh, just like the, the journey that I went through with, uh, uh, Rolene and, uh, and, uh, uh, uh the Reiki mm-hmm. that I went through, uh, with Sandra today. Uh, I tell you, it, it takes you back. And as long as you got a written or something that's documented mm-hmm. or is documented in your mind, you can go back and experience those things and you can, finalizing and take things forward where you can make it happen. Absolutely. Right. D-Man, it's all about making it happen. Yes. yes. Taking action, baby. Exactly. Taking action. So, Lou, let's get back to uh, yeah, the jazz, man. You are such uh, a great jazz artist. And um, I'm just so happy to call you my friend 
And uh, I think that uh, you, uh, you call me your friend as well. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Since establishing yourself as an artist, what are the three things you wish you knew before starting? Ooh. <laughs> Good question. I, you know what? The very first one I wish I had known was how crooked <laughs> the, the entertainment business is. <laughs> Uh, Man, I can you know, only imagine. Oh my goodness! Coming from a military kind of background career, you know, you you expect that yeah, there's always going to be a small percentage of people who are not going to do what's right, right. but uh, the majority of the folks are going to fall in line and do what's expected. Not so here, baby. Uh uh-uh. uh There's there's like there's like a whole. First of all, you got people who want to be in the spotlight for whatever reason, talented untalented whatever right there's like a whole cadre of people who seem to line up and wait and figure out how they can get the stars in that person's eye so they can take them for everything that they've gotten (laughs) and you see it and it's it's kind of like that's just the way it is you know i mean yes let me let me give you an example i'm a very good friend of mine who's a tremendous artist playwright uh Songs, the whole nine yards had done some great work in New York. It was, you know, uh, on Broadway, the whole nine yards. And and before you know it, once it got reviewed, he was like, OK, I've made it. I've done it. A big time. I'm not talking about a small name. A big time person called him, said, hey, I'm aware of your music. I really love it. And I want to record it. Let's let's uh, record it now. Let me tell you, we're only going to pay you X amount of dollars for this, but it's going to do your career so much good. We're going to have so much exposure for you and all this kind of stuff. And the guy's like, well, no, because I know what my music is worth and what I will allow it to be sold for. He's like, well, you know, I tell you what. And then and then the guy says, uh, well, I the, the artist says, I have a great lawyer and we have a wonderful contract. He's the top lawyer in New York. And the guy's like, well, yeah, you're right. You do have a good lawyer. And I'm looking at your contract right now, and it's a good, tight contract. But let me tell you, we're we're going to record your music. We're going to pay you what I told you we're going to pay you. And then we'll see how things work. The guy's livid. He's like, no, he calls his lawyer. He's like, hey, this guy says he's going to record my music, and there's nothing I can do about it, and he's only going to pay me. X amount of dollars. He's fired up. The lawyer says, hey, and, and the, the artist is like, you told me you had a, a jam up type contract and it was wonderful. He said, you do. Your contract is perfect. There's nothing that can be done about it. it you, it's, you're going to get what you say it gets. Let me tell you what you've just been, exper- been exposed to. He knows that you don't have the money to fight him when he takes your music <laughs> and yeah, takes it from you. He knows you don't he, have he, that. He told him the lawyer. Yeah, told yeah, him. The yeah, lawyer's yeah. telling him that. Yeah. He knows that you don't have that. So he's going to do it, and he's going to pay you what he's going to pay you. You're going to fight him, and you're going to go broke trying to fight, fight him. him. Yep. And by the time he's finished, or, or by the time you're finished, he's going to still have your he money. Still have your still have yeah, your yeah, music. still have your money and, and music exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And what can you do about it? Nothing. Unless exactly. So wow. there's there's so many little hustles. That, you know, you try to play the game the right way. Uh-huh. 
black and white, you got the Nike's contract, you got the lawyers, the accountants, and everything else, and still, you come up on the short end of the stick. Right. So how do you protect yourself from that, Lou? And, 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 and you know, what do you do to, you know, to now that you've understood the business and been around long enough to know, hey, what protection do you put in place to, you know, protect yourself from yeah. that? Well, the only thing that I've come up with is you have to control everything about your production in every possible aspect. Now, for example, with once you allow someone else into your tent, someone outside of your organization who doesn't have the same values and everything as you do, you've already kind of uh, not eliminated, but you have at least weakened your perimeter. Gotcha. Hey, let me ask you, so what did this guy do? <laughs> he did what he... There was nothing that he could do. So, so there, yeah, he ahead. made his money. He made some money, and he agreed. You know yeah. that we know the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's certain things that uh, you just have to sit back. But exposure probably got his money back <laughs> if he allowed it to. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, well, he, he, he took it in a different direction. And, I mean, he, he had to t- deal with that deal. Uh-huh. But he did not put out another – he did not um, write – other music in that same thing because he was thinking that it was going to happen yeah. again and but that's the game but i tell you what we're going to take a station break sweet no she was mama Masita. there's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on it's your life with james cooley the jc cooley foundation is a non-profit organization that was started in october of 2014 the jc cooley foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth young adults and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, we talking to Sweet Lou. The musical personal career of an amazing jazz artist who's also a retired 
Army colonel made the switch top of the billboards. Uh, I mean, he does it all. I I just, sweet Lou, how can I be like you? (laughs) I mean, I I, I just, I just want, I mean, just, can I just walk in your shadows? There needs to be a master class how to be like sweet Lou. (laughs) Sweet Lou, his his footsteps are too big and my tiny little feet, man, won't even fill it up. (laughs) I think you can, I I, I got a better idea. Why don't we walk side by side, bro? I kind of like that. I like that. (laughs) You know, so a listener audience, this great man here, and I can truly call him friend. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Now I know that you're an amazing lyricist. We've established that. But as we found out last night with Mirna, and she dropped a little bit on the air that she can scat. I'm a huge scat fan. I absolutely love it. One of the best things about jazz. So Lou, can you scat? And will you do a little bit right now? (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I can scat. I actually enjoy it. It's kind of another way of expressing. And um, in order to scat, I need to get in the groove. Can I get in the groove first? Get in the groove. Oh, oh, yeah. We we, we wait. Get in the groove. Hey. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. hey, And Myrna, she went and she scat last night. What's up? Uh, so, well, uh, good for Myrna. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 now we got Sweet Lou. What do we need to get you in? There? Do Noah need to play? Hey, Noah, no, can I you, just I just need a, a few. Noah, can, can you give me something, Noah, to get him in the group? You know, some of his own music. Wow, no, what's up? Uh, we need another hour. We need an hour of scat right now. <laughs> oh man, that was great, man. Thanks, man. No, I had to, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> no, I mean, not everybody was competition, but uh, I I wanted to see that vein pop up because I mean, and Noah Noah knows what I mean by the vein pop up. Oh yeah, it's when it's I'm through there with him, you really getting down. Right? I just I, I say something, put him in there, and that vein pop up in the middle. <laughs> then I know something great is getting <laughs> there to come you up. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to be doing a show at the airport in the atrium. Nice. Um, if you really want to hear me scat, y'all come what, out. To what, what time? Five thirty. The Atlanta Airport atrium. It's actually a part of the uh, James. Atlanta if Jazz you're Festival. there, you got to record this, man. Okay, so I, I have to make sure that I'm able to get back over here because Noah will kill me uh, uh, for the show tomorrow. Yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about uh, this uh, when we get off the air. Let's right do now. that. But no, but you can tell the folks on there just listening. What what time? Yeah, everyone. I, I'd love to see your face in the place. Um, um, Myself, I'll be in a duo capacity with the great, great uh, pianist, Louis Haribo. And we're um, performing uh, from 530 to 7 at the Atlanta airport in the atrium. It's part of the Atlanta Jazz Festival. Um, hey, hey, sweet, sweet Lou, I'm going to be there. Good. You know, I mean, I know, I don't know if I can talk this guy into coming there, but uh, I'm yeah. going to be there. Twist is on. And, and Super, I know you're listening to the show. And don't worry, if you're not back in time for the show, all I'll you, do you is got I'm going to queue up the, the Sweet Lou scat, and we're going to put it on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Hey, Noah, man, I can't miss nothing like this. You know that. No, I would. if I were you, I would do the same thing. Please go and tape it. Yeah. Oh, I, I am. I, 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 you know, I'm going to do what I got to do. Good. Then we're going to have a ball. <laughs> we're going to have <laughs> You got it, Noah. Hey, Lou, 
Um, balance is very important in your life. So how do you balance um, leadership, spirituality, mentorship in your life, and your personal and professional life? Mm, very good question. I try, because I recognize that balance is so important, I try to make sure that I'm touching on all of those major areas on a daily basis. You know, for for example, from early morning meditation or prayer, you know, to the physical side, I'm making sure that I get my exercise in because that kind of helps the whole process. Um, and community activity, uh, excuse me, community activism or community service on the mentor mentorship uh, portion, because there's so many of our young people. And I don't mean just children or teenagers, younger people that kind of, are looking for some boundaries or they need to know where they fit into the uh, spectrum of um, success. So what we people that have been there, done that, if we don't preach, I think we can reach them. But sometimes it's hard to get ourselves off of the preaching thing. Lou, what type of music that is non-jazz that people would be surprised to know that you listen to, that you love? Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, I I actually love gospel music and I'm, I'm kind of a gospel was all I could uh, listen to when I was coming up because of the kind of uh, house that we had, you know, Pentecostal house. And, uh, I got away from it because it was, you know, the steady diet and and there was all we could do, you know, but I found that I'm drawn right back to it. And all those messages that, that those spiritual pieces, man. And if you want to see me break down literally and cry, one of those songs will, will take me there and then, and it's, it's over. So I, I, I love it, but I can only take so much of it, you know? Wow. Uh, <laughs> on that sweet Lou, I'd like to know, actually, as a fan of gospel music myself, do you have a favorite song? Oh, man. One of my all time favorites is. <laughs> I, Jesus is the answer. That was something that was done by Andre Crouch back in the 70s. But it was something that really, really kind of stuck to me. And and and. The lyrics are really special, other than just Jesus is the answer. But it actually talks about if you're dealing with problems, if you got some questions, you know, in the corners of your mind, things that, you know, you're looking for that you can't find reflections of your old past, you know, those kind of things. Um, so that would be it. Jesus is the answer. And my, and my next question would be, have you ever done your own version of that song? I have not. In fact, I haven't even sung that song probably since I was. 17 years old. Oh, wow. Are you, are you, are you thinking about it? Ah. I, I, I know. We, is, he, is he thinking about it? Uh, I think he should. The seed be. is planted. I'd like the to The seed hear is it. planted. Yeah. Or what, are you collaborating on any new music or anything like that? Actually, I'm working on some things right now. Um, last year, well, it was 2019 uh, before, but COVID, right? Um, I worked on, I did a, a um, collaboration with some guys out your way uh, out in Oakland uh, which was a real step out from me it was a, a 
a rap track, if you will. But it was a little different because um, when we talked about everything and got everything, you know, our ideas together, they sent me what they were working on and I wrote the hook and the whole piece that I added to it was, let me help you, help you to find your way home. And it changed the, the direction of their song completely. They had to change the lyrics that they were using. That's but, incredible. But when they came back, I man, I, I'd have to, I'll, I'll send that sometime to you so you can check it out. It, it was actually one of the, <laughs> probably the most popular single song that I've ever done is that one, that rap track with those, those well, cats. You got to send that to us because uh, I, I, I know we can, we can get, we can get that into uh, yeah, at least 30, 40 seconds on one of our shows. Yeah, I'm super intrigued by this. And, 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 you <laughs> I'll know, send it to you. You know, we're down to the last two minutes. And, uh, you know, I tell you, time passes when you're having fun. But, but before I go uh, into this, I got to ask you, I got to always throw you off. And if you can answer this question in 35 seconds or less, what would Sweet Lou today tell a Sweet Lou 40 years ago that he needed to focus on, uh, need to do to be, as, uh, to be great? I would tell the first thing I would say is focus. 40 years ago, I wasn't focused. I was scattered. I was all over the place. I hadn't learned the things that would help me get to where I was or where I should be. But I had the idea of being at a great place. I just, all the in-between, I had no idea. Had I focused then, I would have got so much further, so much faster. But not having focus, I was scattered. So my efforts were all over the place. So uh, our listening audience, I know they're intrigued. If they wanted to reach out to you, get in touch with you, how can they do that? How can they get your music? How can they, how can they figure out what's going on in, in Sweet Lou's world? All of my um, social media, my, my website is sweetloumusic.com. That's sweet, L-U music.com and all of my uh, social media on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all those things. It's always at Sweet Lou Music, Sweet L-U Music. So if you if you put Sweet L-U Music, you're, you're at the right place. Hey, Sweet Lou, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, interviewing you tonight. Always remember, you're welcome on the James Cooley Show anytime. <laughs> and, and my great producer... Uh, he's going to keep pumping that in my head because I got a great producer. Yes, you do. And I'm thinking uh, yes, semi-regular basis, man. We need more <laughs> Sweet Lou in our lives. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I would love to. And I'd like to thank uh, my great co-host, uh, Michelle Cooley, who's back in Texas. And and uh, she told me today that she missed me and she wanted me to – no, she didn't do that. I, listened all the time. <laughs> I, just, I just made that up. But, no, she does. I can't wait to get back home, uh, Michelle. I'll be back in Texas uh, Saturday. I'd like to thank our listening audience for taking the time to listen to us tonight. I'd like to thank Charles D. Man Gore for hooking us up. And we in Atlanta ATL. Most importantly, our listening audience, uh, all tune in tomorrow. we got another great jazz show. We're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message to you. Remember, uh, the day of Baby Friday, we didn't talk about that, Noah, but we'll be back tomorrow on Friday. It's your life. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. 
To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.